So here we are on Sunday morning, August 14, 2022. Happy Sunday to you all. Thank you all for being here. I need to start with saying that Wynn contacted me just a short while ago. And things were not going so well with Terry. He called 911. And they were um, unable to get her to breathe again. So Terry is in the process of moving on. Uh, uh, hi, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Oh, we will my miss God. Her, but, um, God, I'm in shock. We, um, we need to be very thankful to her that she stayed so long with us because uh, a couple of years ago when she had to go in, it seemed that her time was... Um, was done already, but she stretched it out for another few years and uh, brought forth more information. And uh, blessings to Terry Brown and to Wynn to deal with this loss. But we can uh, be very thankful for the time that she has been with us and provided us with the information through her from our dear sources. So I thank you all for being here. Wynn will not be here. He's dealing with uh, other things. And uh, we will be playing a recording here momentarily. I need to find it still. Let me... All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. All right. So this was a... What then asked me to play is a recording from 2014. And give me a moment. I need to search through the many files over here. I thank you all for being here. And uh, please, if you if you want to. Uh, help out with uh, Vin and Terry, what you can do is go to the GoFundMe page. You can find it under Help Terry Heal. And then um, Vin will use what you donate for the uh, the burial. Is that how you call it? I believe so. Let's see, that is... And the memorial. And I would like to add um, that Terry would have wanted us to uh, look back to the good times, to the work, and uh, she provided to us a lot. And uh, let's uh, commemorate her to have to had a chance to have met her and she made a big contribution into all of our lives. And uh, she would be really, really happy to see us all commemorating to have had her in our lives. This is 
this is important. It's a, it's a sad uh, situation because we are going to miss her. Absolutely, all of us have been in the calls for for a little while or for many years. And um, we thank her, Terry for everything she did. And just keep the love in your heart because more love we have and she's going to feel it. She's going to know it. She's going to be there feeling all of our presence. And this is very important today, especially. And um, thank you, Terry, for everything. And we are never going to forget you. We have you in our heart. And we're always going to remember the beautiful, beautiful person, beautiful soul that you are and everything you did for us, for each one of us. You are such a beautiful, beautiful, amazing person. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Edna. So now I'm going to start playing <clears throat> the recording. I believe it was in Carlsbad from February 16, 2014. Yeah, Hi, good morning, everybody, or good morning, whenever it is. This is um, February 16th, February 16th, 2014. Can you put that down in there, Terry? And this is um, Wynn and Terry in Carlsbad, California. And... This is kind of a very interesting place that we stopped to do the call. We're on our way to San Diego, and there's a, we're doing a, a talk in a workshop. And um, in Carlsbad, which is the north of San Diego, a little beautiful um, beach town, and It's parked behind Motel 6. And this is a very um, interesting location for me because this is the location where this all started about 12 years ago, right here, right at this very location. And it's interesting how it started. And I was thinking about manifestation and how manifestation actually works. Can you make that so I don't hear it, Terry? I'm fully charged. Because manifestation is taking something from nothing and making something happen in the world. And um, I think the rules of manifestation there are rules, at least from my observation of them, work across the board, whether you're bringing the Ra group into the world, whether you're bringing the Elohim group into the world, or whether you're opening a house of prostitution in the corner. <laughs> they're different things, but they're all manifestations. I won't say that they all will work exactly the same, but there are certain things that work. 
And there has to be an idea, a thought, a motion of energy. And the reason I say that this particular location was so important was because it was at the end of a festival here that I was parked in my RV, and I had been stuck in a rut for a number of years selling things at festivals, and I made the decision, if I have to do this for the rest of my life, I'd rather die now. And I went across the street to the liquor store, bought a notepad, and I started writing poems. And I said, geez, I can still write. And then I started selling, sending poems out over the Internet, and people started posting my poems. And some magazine said, we don't use poetry, but would you like to write on assignment? I never wrote prose before, and I told them, yes, sure. And then they had me interviewing people, and that led to me interviewing David Wilcox, which led to writing The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey, And in fact, it also led to meeting DK, because I was interviewing people, and I went to a um, a festival or an expo in San Diego, and there that's where we met. And so this is where this very location, parked behind the Motel Six, <laughs> where I went and bought the little book to write poems and send out. And so. It's very um, momentous being here. And another momentous thing this weekend is that, you know, I'm doing these events, and um, we were in Pasadena, and and we're in San Diego, and Terry, I booked the event as Win and Terry, not just Win. You know, Terry is so shy, I was always scared to say Wynn and Terry or put her in the limelight. And 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 she has been doing an awesome job. She is, like, being so much more confident and comfortable being in the public over this weekend, more so than ever before. Yay, and, girl. Huh? I was cheering her on. Oh, you're cheering her on. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And then the other thing that happened in the past week is that we 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 there was a uh, there's a fellow that heard me on George Norrie who um, emailed me and said he's really frustrated because he's in Hollywood and and we recorded one of my old songs which um, he is awesome he's like a well, he's English and he's like a little Paul McCartney or he's got that. You know, um, who did I say he was like that, that star? He's got that. He's young, and he's. He, I think he's going to be really successful. And he's the fellow that has a YouTube video with 1.3 million hits, and um, he's going to learn some of my songs. And we're going to give a shot at bringing the light out into America through music, big time. And so I was thinking about manifestation, and I was thinking about frequency. And I was thinking about rhythm. And I was thinking about dimensions. And my mind was putting it all together. Now, not everybody has the job of manifestation. That's not everybody's job. Some of us have the job of 
maintenance, maintenance, keeping things flowing. Uh, once they're manifested, somebody's got to keep them flowing, and some of them have the job of maintenance just with the family, with bringing up children. But many of us are faced with manifestation because, say, if the world starts falling apart and you need to get a job or you need to make money, that can require manifestation, making something happen. And I was thinking all the ways of, that I've observed, and some of these things are not so obvious, how manifestation works. And one thing has to do with frequency. You know, I have this idea that I've said before that other dimensions are really other timelines. Another way of looking at it, where time moves at a different speed. And so we have all these timelines stacked up on each other, and they're right where you are. You're in the middle of a bunch of timelines, but you don't know it because your senses are only designed to pick up 3D timeline, your eyes, your nose, your ears, you know, your smell, um, except there is the ability to sense other dimensions. And I think some people say that's connected to the pineal gland. Pineal mm-hmm. gland. And it's like, I don't, that's probably true, although when you're on this line and we build energy on this line, Many of you feel it, feel something. And I would say what you're feeling is other dimensions. When somebody is psychic, they're able to tune into the timelines around them and pick up things through them. In truth, there's no time and space. So once you start allowing yourself to be sensitive to those other timelines, you can see and th- see things at a distance. And um, from my own point of view, it, I don't think it's good to seek those things out as a power, but to let things come to you and if you're meant to know something, it'll show up rather than um, saying, I can do this and won't you pay me for it. Um, and, of course, people that channel can tune into those timelines. And when we look at these group souls, we think of them as far away. But I don't think they're far away. I think they're always right there with you, right now, in another timeline. And that as you learn to access other timelines, you learn to access the universe at large and, of course, the group souls. Now, of course, the the one thing always to be aware of is that as you start to access other timelines, as you start to do that, you access, potentially you can access some of the negative things that are in those other timelines because 
they they are in those timelines. They exist. The universe is a big place, and you know it's a multitude of timelines. And so, it's learn. You have to learn a, a bit to understand those things. A, so you don't get fooled. And B, you don't want to get trapped because the negative is very clever at looking positive, and and they don't want people to expand in timelines. Because when people expand in timelines, they get potentially power over negative the negative stuff. They go above it. In fact, humans have the potential to be above the negative. And some humans are. And it has to do with the DNA strands that are activated. But most people don't activate high enough DNA strands to get above the negative. And the negative knows of this potential. So they do everything in their power to keep everyone scared, contracted, and disabled so they don't develop to their potential, which is bigger perhaps than the negative's potential. And so... What we're doing on these calls, I believe, is we are giving everyone an opportunity to learn how to rise in the timelines so they can be above the negative, and at which point you become the co-creators of reality. And to do that, once you... The first thing is receptive and learning to receive how to do it. The other is learning how to manifest. So when you manifest, then you become way more important in this realm because you become a shining star for others to also rise in the timelines. And everything is frequency. It's like... I'm taking apart the way things manifest and I'm looking at it, thinking about it, and seeing how, you know, when something is manifest, it's obvious. Everyone says, oh, yeah. And, I mean, we talk about the Beatles. Everyone knows about the Beatles. The Beatles were a huge manifestation in this realm. And... um Everyone knows about Muhammad Ali. He was a huge manifestation in this realm. And at some point, something has to start from nowhere and become something. And the key is, how does that work? How does something start from nothing in this realm and become something? Well, of course, it starts small, usually. There's no, I don't think there's any specific rules. You can do a lot of different things, but I can see the way that I've observed it working. Um, and that is, there has to be an exchange of energy. There has to start out as an idea, and then there's an exchange of energy. Like, for example, some years ago, Carla Rucker was on the line, put up a website, We'll let her share about this. She's she's manifested something from nothing here. 
Uh, she had this wild group of conversation with this a voice that said it was the rock loop, and she decided it was important, and um, she probably took it to a publisher, and interestingly enough, the publisher was the same publisher that published Conversations with God, Bob Friedman. He wasn't the publisher, but he worked for the publisher. And he decided, hmm, this is worth going out. And they, they, they took it and they put it in a book, and I don't think you had a website when that happened, Carla. Did you have a website? Uh, back, back when we first published it, um, there weren't uh, a lot of websites. That was back in the early 80s. And the, the World Wide Web didn't really get going until a little bit later than that, I think. But uh, as soon as uh, I was aware of the possibility, just like magic, a guy from Toronto wrote me with, with the idea that he could make a, a website for, for us to... Uh, manifest these um, he found out that there were more than he had seen and he was he was nuts about it he just really let me help you and he was so grateful and that was the thing I think part of manifestation is the attitude with which you come into it you know the guy wasn't eager he wasn't greedy he wasn't he was grateful he had he was full of gratitude that he might be able to help us manifest something that he thought was worth sharing. And he went to an enormous amount of trouble. We had maybe 20% of the things that I had channeled on hard copy. At that point, it was typewriters, not computers. And you had a hard copy, and, and that's maybe if you had Onion skin paper. You had a, a you know, a, a copy of that, but you didn't have the ability to go back and get more. You typed it, and that was it. It went away. So uh, he said, "Well, how about if I uh, do something called OCR and um, scan all of these things that you have in a hard copy?" Well. He did that, and once he did that and people found out about it, then there were people willing to type up the other 80% of the transcripts that we had. And as they typed them up, they began getting more high-tech, and they could send them to him uh, on the computer instead of him having to OCR them, scan them, and and edit them, and, and try to pull some kind of, you know, decent... English out of of the scan because scans don't always work very well. So he worked an incredible amount of, I mean, hours and hours for years and years. And uh, all of my thanks go to uh, a fellow named Ian Jeffrey in Toronto who uh, made the original website. And more thanks to... Uh, Steve Engrat, who has created uh, Bring Forth so that we have a way for all the people that read the, the stuff to, to talk to each other. It's a social networking 
uh, way that, you know, there there's uh, lots of different forums so that people could talk on different subjects. And, you know, things have just manifested, and spirit has manifested them through the gratitude of people who were willing to, to put themselves on the line and work very, very hard because they were grateful for the opportunity. And that just purified and cleared all of the vibrations so that uh, L&L research has been able to remain true to the original purity of the contact that we have had. And I am, in turn, so incredibly grateful that uh, I had the opportunity uh, to be that, that entity that was the, the translator, if you will, for those of Ra. And I know my husband Jim feels a tremendous amount of gratitude. And, and Don, you can read uh, the conversation he had with Ra, and he was obviously extremely grateful, extremely humble um, before this opportunity. And it's the only time I ever heard Don describe himself as anything less than totally brilliant because Don had nothing less than uh, complete confidence in himself. But he would apologize for asking foolish questions and say, I'm sorry, I'm just looking for a way to uh, get into this material. And, you know, this is tough material to get into. So I, I think that when you're talking about manifestation, you, you're, you have to look at, at the the reason for it, the, the motivation. And if your motivation is the highest and the best, then you're going to receive the highest and best that you possibly can. So then it's just a matter of, of working to make that highest and best that you are capable of a little higher and a little better all the time. And that's that's really a responsibility that I take very seriously uh, to this day and more seriously than ever. I'm not able to channel right now, thank God for Terry, um, because I do not trust my ability to hold that vibration when I'm taking pain pills. Uh, I, I think that I... I would not be honest, you know, and and, and straight with, with the people that trust me uh, if I channel now. But as soon as I get off the pain pills, I'll be back to channeling. And uh, meanwhile, um, like I said, thank God for Terry because there's a way for uh, higher energies to get through and uh, to... Uh, manifest and to be translated into our language from uh, their language, which isn't a language at all, because there's a huge difference between concepts and, and, and words. When you have a concept, it's, it's basically infinite. When you have an idea, it's finite. And you, you spin it out and and you can even, you know, look and identify things within it which can be opened up. But at at the end of it, that's that's the end of it. But 
the language of those in, in higher realms is not in words. It is in concept. It is not not burdened with that heavy need to pull words out of the concept and make sentences and and so forth. Uh, Carla, yes. You know, I I I I'm going to that 10:40, and I want I want to go for 21 minutes, and I I want to make sure that I I want to touch on manifestation, like not only for high work, which has its own unique form, and but just for people that are stuck and they need to manifest the shift. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll give it back to you, Dave. Yeah, but thank you for sharing that. And, you know, I want to say that the thing about manifesting high work and people that participate in it is that when you have the right attitude of being of service for humanity or for for spiritual growth of humanity, then you are, if you're a wanderer, you can't do any better than that, because um, that's why a wanderer is here. But the thing about it is, is to be able to do that, to be able to do it, you have to bring yourself to a point where you can afford to spend free time and that you have enough money coming in. And and that's another aspect of manifestation, which is really challenging in this realm, to figure out how to... What do you do? What's the first thing you do? You know, most people think, well, I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to work for somebody. Well, now you that's you got to manifest a job. What What causes a job to come in? Well, you have a certain talent, a certain ability, but there's something else right now that causes jobs to come in more so than ability, or certainly equal to ability, and that is your state of mind, your your um, ability to be in an environment and hold the energy up, hold the other energy for other people because people are very anxious right now. People are very little bit afraid and when somebody can be in an environment where they can hold an energy without fear in it, then they uplift the entire environment. That makes it very appealing for a job owner because the chances are the person who has is giving the job is into that as well. So, how do you do that? Uh, here you are, you need to find a job, you don't have any money. Well, this is where you have to learn to detach yourself from your immediate circumstances. And even if you do it a little bit at a time, you take a moment. I, I mean, I see myself that I have to constantly, constantly detach myself from whatever I'm 
into whatever I'm doing so that I can have the space for something new to come in. Because I'm, I have maintaining what's already been created, but keeping the portal open for new things. And things don't just happen. They do not just happen. We are creating them. And learning how to create the things that happen is where manifestation comes in. Um, years ago, when I was first getting dream messages, I got this incredible dream message that was, it's the insanity of passion that makes things happen in the real world. And I mean, it. I worked on that one for years because at the time, I don't think I was able to put passion out in straight and clear, maybe a little bit, but not as an ongoing vibration. And passion is the thing that actually motivates people. When you are wanting to manifest something, if you can tap into passion, you will greatly increase your chance of manifestation. Of course, you need to also have the ability to fulfill a need, okay? You have to get confident in your ability to fulfill a need. And you take the ability to fulfill a need and combine it with passion, and you have a manifestation machine. Because if once people discover that you can fulfill a need, I think that we're fulfilling a need on these calls, a need on all of us, including my own, to show up, feel a sense of connection, feel a sense of aboveness of all the things in the world that are going on, the creating a sense of community. Uh, and, and those of you who are listening, you have the ability to create within the context of what we're creating things that you need to get out of it. We do the best we can to put this out, and it's free, and it's, 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 it fulfills a need in me, it fulfills a need in you, it fulfills a need in Carla, and it even fulfills a need for our sources, their need to see evolution, real evolution happening in this ground realm, this earth realm, where things get stuck and, and get inertia and get controlled by the negative, and here's a threat of something that they're not pleased with seeing all of this stuff go on down here. And they need us to make a difference. It happens because of teamwork. So it's filling a huge need. But even I, I thought it would fill a need. But I remember when we first started, I couldn't be passionate. It was scary to put it out. So I had to deal with being scared to put it out and say, how do I ver verbalize this to people? And I had to learn it. And, um, and then Terry had to learn it and, and had to learn to, to be confident that it was okay and that we could do what seemed crazy, but people didn't think we were crazy, although at first they did. 
Um, hi, so you monitoring? Hi, are you there? Joel, are you there? Why don't I hear anybody? I'm here. Can you hear me? I hear you. I hear you. I I need somebody that's on the control panel monitoring it because... I, I can't monitor it because I'm sitting in my car and there's kind of funny noises coming in. Uh, actually, the, uh, the the echo is coming off of you. I needed you earlier than Terry was talking because I think uh, her conversation was coming in and Terry's name. Is, is, is that Terry doing it? It was coming no. to you. <laughs> Terry, don't you answer no. You don't even know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll keep an eye on it. It's, it's your phone, I guess, Owen. It's my phone? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. yours. Jeez, I don't think I'm hearing That's why when, when Carla was talking, I muted you because uh, there was lots of her conversation was coming through as feedback on your phone. Okay, well, we'll, we'll do the best we can. Um, well, should, should I mute or, or hang up? You're good, Carla. You're good. Go ahead and talk, Carla. I just muted when. I think Jim wants to talk at this point. Um, <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. I'm so there's no feedback. to get in his way. I think there are things he wants to say. I opened him up again. I just that's, muted him. That is that's the most peculiar <laughs> sound. <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds like something else. It's very minor. Hey, do you need me to talk anymore? Carla. <laughs> oh, he's okay. I don't need you to talk. I enjoy you talking. <laughs> it's not the right word. Well, as you know, once the spirit gets hold of me, I, I, I can talk any amount of talking you want. Right, right. <laughs> but you, you said that you had some things you wanted to say, so I'm reluctant to get in your way now. Oh, no, no, no. Well, just a second here. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on, I'm gonna where's where's the bottom of the down? Here we go. Is yours third? I'm just putting on a headset. Welcome to the land of the uh under uh funded. <laughs> I mean it's a Can you hear me? Yeah. You're not charging your phone, or are you? Uh, all right. You can hear me. Oh, the volume's turned off. There you go. I still don't hear anything. All right, give me my phone. When you're not charging your phone, or are you? Hello? Yes, we can hear you. All right. Three. When are you charging your phone, or not? Now, you guys 
guys you're coming in that. you're coming in on Terry's phone. No, well, I'm coming in on Terry's and I'm coming in on mine as well. Testing. There you go. <laughs> go for it. Hi. Okay, now I'm coming in, right? There you go. Yeah. You're back. Yep, good. All right. Well, this is uh, cold. Doing the show on the road. Excuse me, everybody. I used to say it would be like, um, never mind. Let me get right into the point of what I wanted to make, manifestation. In order to manifest something, it doesn't matter what it is, there are certain things that seem to run across the board. One of them is to have a real transaction of what you're manifesting. For example, let's suppose you want a job as a typist. Go up to the university and put a sign up on the board and say, I will type your letters for $5 a page or whatever the going rate is. Do something, no matter how small and no matter how little you make, in exactly what you want to do or think of what you want to do or think of where there's a need and find a way to fill the need because then you start building from that. You don't look for something really big. You do it small. I mean, if something big falls in your in your face, then go ahead and take it. But it's really hard to get big things going from nothing. You have to start with really small things. And, uh, I mean, in my case, I remember, you know, you heard me tell the story. Uh, I'm running out of stories. I repeat them. But... You know, I'm talking to this voice that says they created the universe, and I'm thinking, man, this is really big. How do I get this big? And I asked them, what do I do? How do I get this started? And they said, talk to one person at a time, and it'll get its own legs. And they were exactly right that there was no one could believe I was actually doing it, including myself. And... um I just kept telling my story. I kept telling my story. I still tell my story. When I get up in front of a group on Friday night talking to people, I told my story again. And it's the simplicity of the story. It's the fact that these are events that actually happened. But I didn't know how to do that. I had to learn how to do it. You, you, you know, you could think, well, you're really talented. I think when I w was um, um, reaching to be a successful songwriter, I, I missed this incredible point, which was not to look at power structures or outside influences that were going to make me successful, never lose sight of the fact that I was writing music for people and that I have to keep making sure 
that I was sharing with people my music and not think about it as other than that. And then let that grow into something bigger. If, if, if you're fulfilling a need and you put it out there, it will grow at its speed, not your speed. But it, it, it would be like uh, sometimes I hear people that have a talent and other people are making 30 or $40 an hour for what, what that person can do. But they have no money, and they don't have anyone willing to pay them 30 or $40. And they think, I don't want to go out and charge $10 an hour or $7 an hour. I'm worth $30 an hour. But it's not true because no one's paying you. Start the energy flowing. Start things going back and forth. Once, once you accept money and you perform a service, you are building a foundation for energy. And you can keep building from that. But the worst thing you can do is sit at home with your arms folded and saying, where's the job? Where's the money? Where's the girlfriend? Where's the love? Where's this? Where's that? And, but you're sitting there, and there's no energy going back and forth. There needs to be energy going back and forth, back and forth. And that starts building the foundation for manifestation. And it doesn't matter how small it is, seems, because if you have something that's needed, if you fill the need and you put it out so that you keep exchanging energy on the need you're fulfilling, sooner or later, you will have to hit but you need to exchange energy. At least that's been my experience. If you don't exchange energy and you say, I want to go right for the top, it's not been my experience that that happens. And if it does, oftentimes you'll have to concede a huge amount of power and control to other people who you'll... you'll very likely, potentially, feel like you don't want to be involved with it some future time, but you're stuck with it. That's not necessarily true. And I know there's other ways for things to happen. I mean, you can synchronistically find someone who totally loves what you do, who has lots of money to risk, because it's a risk. It's a risk to take something from nothing and make it into something. And if somebody takes a risk, the person that takes the risk um, has a lot of leverage in terms of what they get out of the situation. The less risk people take, the, the more leverage you have. So you have to take the risks at the beginning stages. You have to make phone calls. You have to walk the streets. You have to say, I have a talent that people need of some sort. And the talent can be as simple as um, cleaning houses and doing such a good job that you make the houses shine so other people are empowered. And, in fact, that's not a bad way 
to make money because everyone needs their house cleaned. And I'm amazed at how expensive some of the house cleaning services are. And when you get over your pride and, and you learn to be of service in doing that, you can have fun and enjoyable. And you can earn a living. It's like, um, some, I don't know, one time at Sedona, I uh, met this guy that he was doing really well. And I, I started talking to him somewhere, and of all things, he was a window cleaner. And um, he started walking the streets and going into stores saying, can I clean your windows? And now he had a very thriving business. He has a nice house. Um, and he, he made something happen from nothing. Now, he could have said, I want to start a window cleaning business. I need money. I need capital. Which I need to do advertising. Who can back me? And who's going to put money up? And then he'd have to give a part of his business to whoever did that, probably for the rest of his life. And then at a certain point, they'd get mad at him because he didn't want to pay them anymore. And he'd have to be sure. He'd have to find out how to do the right advertising and what's going to make people call him. But instead, he just walked around, used the strength of his passion. Hi, I want to clean your window. And he got the business, and he got the jobs, and he built it carefully, and no one controls him. He's totally in his own business. And it's a good example of manifestation. And, it, and it's like, if you're up against the wall, if you're depressed, if you're sad, the, 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 when energy starts transacting, i.e., you put something out, you provide some kind of service, and somebody spends money, your depression starts to lift. And something shifts inside of you. The worst thing you can do is sit around waiting for something to happen when you're depressed because your depression will be it's the opposite of passion, and it will have the opposite effect to create something to happen that you want to happen. So, in any case, Carla, you can have the last word. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't really have anything to add to what you have to say. I think that what, what you have to say is, is very true. I think you have to follow your bliss, as, as has been said so often on, on this show and elsewhere, where you just simply uh, trust that you're going to be given what, what you need, and, and then you simply do it. You go forth and you do it, and and you don't you don't think, um, oh I I need this before I can do it. I need that before I can do it. You just um, I can remember taking. I wanted to be a librarian, so I took a job in a library, uh, xeroxing uh, for for a dollar an hour, and within two years I had my own library. Uh, Things fell into place, but I had to be in a library first, and I had to be working there first, and people had to get to know me first, and so forth. So what you're saying is exactly right, and uh, it was the same thing with 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 channeling. Uh, I didn't want to channel, and then Don said, "I want you to channel. I need you to channel." So then I developed the the, the desire to serve Don, whom I adored. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I have no idea if I can do this. But 
I hope I can do it because this is what he needs. And so I threw myself into it. And, wow, did you know what? I had a gift for it. It was amazing to me. I never knew that. But, you know, it happened because there was a person that was in the right place at the right time and the right motivation. And believe me, it was generating something from nothing because I had no idea. So um, I I wish for everyone just to um, sit down, spend spend a little time asking yourself. I mean, if you are in this position where you're needing to 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 manifest uh, a, a way of living, what what, would a, what what do I want? To what is a service here in my life? What you know, if it's babysitting, if it's, um, I mean, not everybody can take care of a child. You don't have to be a teacher to get a job in a school. You can walk in there with nothing except being a mom and say, I would love to be, uh, to start out um, being of service in the school. What do you got for me? And they have... Um, a need in, in schools usually for um, teachers, helpers. I don't know what you call them. There's a proper name for it. But you don't need to have any um, any job description or in order to start on that job. All you need to do is be able to handle kids. And once you're there, you're in a position to hear about all of the advantages that you can get from uh, this or that way of, of entering the profession. So whatever it is that you want to do, um, however, whatever it is that you need to fulfill that, to manifest what what you need, take that that moment to just relax. And like Terry was saying at the beginning of the show, empty, empty out, empty yourself out, and ask spirit. Okay, I'm ready to serve. How can I serve? And let things come to you. Let it come to you and do it. When it comes to you, take it and don't have doubts and don't have fears and just go right ahead with with, uh, with the opportunity that comes to you. And, yes, the smaller the better because if it's small, then you're not going to worry if you go splat. Uh, then you'll try again and just... You know, I, you know... And, Keep on. Go ahead. The reason I'm thinking of all of this is because I'm thinking of, I mean, I'm just putting myself in the place I was at, you know, 11 years ago when I was sitting in this RV. And here I was Mm -hmm. driving around the country or around Southern California in my RV couldn't make enough money to get ahead, just enough money to tread water. And I knew there was this great creativity inside of me, and I had not... I lost it. I said, it's done. I'm, I'm, I'm getting older. It's like, <laughs> what's left for me? And I, I sat here, and I said, I'm going to write some poems. And I, I was such... A, it seemed so inconsequential. It seemed like... This could not change my life, but maybe I could still write a poem. And I started sending the poems out over the Internet, 
And nothing I'm doing now would have happened if I didn't make that decision. And it's just amazing how the universe can work and how I know that you guys who are listening have decisions in front of you that seem like they're inconsequential, and yet, if you take them, everything will shift. Now, I don't know what that decision is. You have to just experiment. But I know that I made the decision to say, this is my passion. I want to reach people through writing. And it started out with writing poems, and look where it's led. And so these are like creating pathways. Let's go into our 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 call. Terry, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Where'd you go? I'm uh, sitting on a uh, tree stump near the car. Oh, you're sitting on a tree stump. Okay. Yes. Um, we're slightly, sorry, we're slightly discombobulated because we're traveling today. We are, you know, and we had to stop and do the call from our car. And so all of our regular procedures of how we do the call and keep it going are, are not operating. So Terry's making background noise, I'm making background noise, and, and uh, I think we're finally stabilizing. You know, it's, it's interesting because when we normally do our calls and we're in Sedona, we found out that we do better. Carly never mentioned this one, but we do better when we're in separate rooms. <laughs> and we would go out sometimes and we'd even drive two separate cars because it's kind of the space. I don't know why that is, but the space is so big that... uh we need that much space to expand into each other's fields. Now we're both in the car. Now Terry has just left the car and sitting on a tree stump outside of the car. So, so, and Terry, you're making background noise. I think it's you. But in any case, in part two of the call, we have a circumstance that we have learned to create that involves group energies. It involves coming together. And when you move into a group energy, we have to be moving into other dimensions. We are outside of our bodies. Part of, our, part of our energy field is outside of our bodies to connect with each other. People wonder what it's like to be outside of your body. Well, in astral travel, you leave your body and go somewhere else, and then you have to come back. But this is not astral travel. This is being centered in your body and expanding through your body to each other. And to the higher aspects of the universe and to these root souls that we think we're connecting with. They say we're connecting with. It's one of those things that you have to draw your own conclusions. But let's right now 
feel our body. Feel how it feels inside your body right at this moment. Some of you have learned how to feel energy in your body. Your body is filled with energy flows. It's filled with um, meridians and, and nerves. And there's, it's, it's, it's a mechanism that's constantly in motion energetically. And your energy connects very much with your thoughts and your focus. Like if I say, feel your thumb in your right hand. Can you feel it? See how your energy goes right to your thumb? So right now, we're going to project our energies outside of our body. And you don't have to believe we're doing it. Just be neutral and go along and see what happens. We send the energy through our feet. Put your feet flat on the ground. Through your feet into the earth. And we meet the energy of the earth. The earth has an energy that comes from the center upwards. And we are always in the energy of the earth, but we don't often take the time to feel her. And the earth is alive. And the earth is aware. And let's, when we feel that energy, tell the earth we love her. One of the things about telling the earth that you love her and feeling the energy come back is I think it gives the earth the chance to be a little protective of you. Everything wants to protect that which loves it and which it loves back. So perhaps if the Earth has to do an earthquake, it'll move it away from your location. We hope it doesn't do an earthquake, but I think she can make choices like that. So we take this energy of the Earth and move it up our legs, up our calves, up our thighs, up our solar plexus, up our, through our heart, through our neck, through our head, and surrounding us. We can feel this surrounding us. Uh, hi, so when we go to reading the, the list, could you do that, please? Um, open up uh, the people that are putting things in the light. We move the energy up through our heads. Now we're going to go through our head. 
penetrate through our crown chakra and feel ourselves expanding into our room. So, get the picture. We got this energy coming from the center of the earth, through our feet, through our legs, through our chest, up, boom, out above us. And now it's going to keep moving through our head, through our ceiling, through the earth's atmosphere, through the clouds, through the veil, through the veil that surrounds our planet. through space, through time, through our past lifetimes, we come to a place where we all can touch each other's energies. We can blend with each other. And this is voluntary. Some people feel like they're losing their individuality if they blend. So you don't have to. You can just stay in your own your own bubble, so to speak. But in truth, you don't lose your individuality from blending. It's like love. You don't lose your individuality from loving by surrendering to loving energy. But you have to be strong to do it. So we have group energy. We've combining. We're, we're through our intention, combining our energies. And you can notice how that feels. It feels connected. Even if you're alone, or you've been lonely, you're not lonely now. You're connected. And we're going to invite those positive sources in other dimensions to join with our energy, to blend with us. And there's millions of them, billions of them, perhaps. And they love the connection with us. They love to know that they can be felt in this realm, which can be so dark and compressed. And it's hard for them to get through. Now, are we really feeling them? Just imagine it, just in case. We've done this enough that I'm convinced. But you don't have to believe it until you do. Just hang in, pay attention. Enjoy the feelings of connection. And we can present the idea that 
we are in a field of energy, a field of consciousness, and that we can put things into that field that we would like to manifest. Things come from there, trickle down into the reality down here. If you can do the things we talked about earlier, as well as tap into this field, you have a creation machine. So what would you like to see shift for yourself, for people you care about, for health, for prosperity, for our planet. Just think it. Hi, so you there? Yes, man, I'm here. Um, are you on the in the are you on the in the light list? Yes, I am. Do you wanna read some of those things? This is a list we have. And um you're all welcome to use this. It's called and write this down. It's called www.inthelight.intelligent-infinity.com. www.inthelight-intelligent-infinity.com. And people put their intentions for transformation, for health, for healing on this list. And that our sources say they're paying attention to it, and we put it out verbally in this call. They say it's an effective way of increasing the manifestation of things to shift. So we're just, we're just going to read the person's first name, their city, and what they're requesting. And of course, ours, if there's anything you feel is inappropriate, just skip it. Okay, thank you. All right, we start with Lice from Arizona, and she's asking for total protection for herself and for her daughter. They have gone through many discomfortable things. She's asking for safety, for comfort, for peacefulness, for joy, health, wealth, and happiness for both myself and my daughter, is what she said. Bob, in California, used to have great joy in doing sessions remotely on people and witness them heal themselves. He has had some great experiences with that. 
that he's dealing with depression, financial stress, and he would like to be financially able to support himself and the circumstances, to achieve some good goals that he has. He says, bless everyone on the phone, too, please. Thank you, Bob. We have Jacqueline in Georgia. She hurt her back. And four slip discs, spinal stenosis. She needs surgery, but she doesn't have enough money. So we ask for her to be able to financially do this, and we send her all her the blessings that she needs for her recovery. Marcia. A dear friend from Southern California. He's dealing with different issues personally. And she's asking for her issues to be resolved and also Jim Cole, for him to receive the blessings that he needs. Also financial support, so blessings to all those issues for her and Jim Cole. Then we have Bruce, And he is located in Huntington Station. Don't know where that is. Please heal my abdomen. My prostate cancer has been treated with radiation a few years ago. Also, please heal my good friend Bill's prostate and other issues. Also, please heal my wife, Carol, who is dealing with liver cancer. No, with her liver. I don't know what kind of issues she has with her liver. So many blessings to you, Bruce, and those people that you mentioned. We have Cheryl Huntington Beach. Her dog, Cody, needs healing from arthritis in his back. And she says, thank you. I wish a special healing for everyone who hears the message today. Much love and light to everyone. Thank you. Cheryl. Then we have Barbara in Idaho. I put in the light, Mother Earth, for peace and tranquility for all beings on Earth in the entire universe. May love prevail. And on a personal note, I bless my sister Pat and my brother Bill and myself for blessings 
beneficial and loving outcomes for every party concerned for the best and highest good of all. We have Pat in Alabama. Please keep my mom in the light during her transition. Open spiritual eyes of my older daughter. Keep my finances in the light. Thank you. And then we'll do one more. We have Elizabeth in the public. I think it's Missouri. Healing chronic health issues. Blessings to you and your issues, Elizabeth. And we don't want to give the mic back to you. Thank you. Let me see. Is Terry there? I'm here. Okay. We're going to bring a message to from our sources. And oh, I don't know where Terry is. I don't see her, but I trust that she's out there. <laughs> We're at um, Father, Mother, God. We ask for the presence of the light. Surround and protect Terry and myself. And any negativity... We take them to the highest realms of life and transmute it to the highest good of both concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe, the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth through our bodies and into the center of the earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to them. And anything not of that nature must leave now and we turn it over to our sources communicating to us through Terry Brown. Thank you. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We are delighted to be with you this Sunday, and we are with each and every one of you who wishes connection, and we hear your messages, we hear your requests, we hear your questions, we see your concern for your family, for the things, the issues that have come to the foreground and are to be dealt with right at this moment of time, there is now, and the now of healing, the now of the healing energy, the now of setting aside the sick energy, the debilitating energy, of setting it 
aside and stepping into a new energy, the new energy that progresses. We see the transition of the mother, whether it is soon or whether it is delayed. It is a natural process. It is something that everyone goes through when they leave the third density and they transition to a new chapter in their life. Whether they are rich, whether they are famous, whether they are poor, whether they are homeless, it is something that they all go through and it is totally normal and there is another side to it, the side of transition where one begins a new chapter, a new life and we see the help that one gets when they transition. They are not alone. We take a moment and we see the progress of Heise's mother and that she is accepting her role. We see that she is in a meditative state and is moving through her transition very well. (laughs) We are with you. We see that as you are in the third density, you have your own role, your own purpose that you have set out to play. And as you strengthen your own self, your own matrix, as you build your own sense of confidence, you make a safe arena for you to move to and through your purpose. When you are drawn aside by life, issues in life, learn to reset and to repurpose yourself. Learn to move through the difficulty and to reset and regain your footing. Learn that you are not your body. You are a beautiful soul and you have a light body beyond your physical body. And this is your vehicle for transportation through your transition. And you are loved and you are cared for and everything in the long run, is all right. We love you and are with you 
ask your questions as you are doing in the computer. Ask your questions without the computer too. Send your yearnings, your desires, and they are heard. And when they are for the highest good, then things can begin to change, to put them into place so that you make progress, not towards just this life, but towards your whole continuous life. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here. Thank you. Right now, think of the part of you that really exists as light energy. Some of you are feeling that expansion in yourself. Some of you are hoping to feel that expansion. Demand of yourself that that connection. It's indirect because you're connected to this invisible part of yourself. It's invisible while you're in a body. And when you leave this realm, you'll be in it. But you can develop a relationship with that part of yourself just with your intention. And that healing and shift starts with you developing that connection with your light body or your high self. And your high self is energy and it's not limited. It can expand. It can contract. Most of us in the physical realm have experienced contraction. We've experienced the reality systems in this realm that say that doesn't exist. You you only are what you can see and feel and hear. And that is the senses of your physical body. But right now, we're moving past that, beyond that. We're moving into our light bodies. And It's very loving connection. Your body, your physical body, can shift how it feels. It can feel an expansion. And we tie all of our light bodies together. And in this part of the call, we are dedicating our lives not only to our own healing, 
but the healing of planet Earth. And we can temporarily create a conglomerate and we can move our light bodies around. We can move our group energy around. And our group energy is connected with these other group energies that we are being the ground crew for. They need a ground crew just as we need a sky crew. And together, anything can shift. With the proviso that we are working for the highest good of all concerned, and we are honoring free will. And part of the highest good of all concerned is for you to feel good, to feel worthy, to feel empowered, because that makes you not only feeling better, but a better vehicle to be the ground crew. And so we're going to work as a team, and we're going to move this energy onto our planet. We're moving huge amounts of energy. You know, the Elohim once said that I asked them, they said they, they spun out galaxies. And I said, are you bigger than the galaxies? And they said, yes. Think about the possibility. And we can't prove this. The possibility that we are now becoming one with energies that are bigger than a galaxy. And we are moving that energy as a team onto our planet. So we surround our entire planet with our group energy, with loving energy. And there are many beings on this planet that are not receptive to that, that are working agendas, that are wanting to control everything. And we can't change them because they have their free will. But we can surround them. We can, we're bigger than them, no matter how big they may seem. And... We have many, many millions and millions of beings on our planet that are reaching for shift, for love, for connection. And we invite all of those beings into our group into our group energy through their higher selves. And we invite Mother Earth into our energy. 
and we send the purest love, affinity, connection to our planet. And we can be specific. We can send this energy into the oceans. We can send it to the dolphins. We can send it right now to the radiation that's being spewed by this little nuclear reactor in Fukushima that many people are saying is a danger to our planet. And we just focus for a moment and ask for deactivation of the radiation. of however that works. We ask earthquakes to be any earthquakes, potentials that could hurt humans. We ask for the highest good that Mother Earth will release those earthquakes in small doses and away from population centers. We move through the ring of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean, starting from South America up the western coast, and we see this energy penetrating the earth, meeting the earth, and lovingly surrounding all those fault lines. We move it through Central America, the western coast. The Ring of Fire is the most volatile earthquake zone on our planet. And that is what we are focusing on at this moment. We move through Mexico. We move through Southern California, San Diego. We are in San Diego right now. Terry and I, we send the energy through our bodies into the earth below us. We move up the coast through Orange County, Los Angeles. All of you in Los Angeles can send the energy below you below your feet, into the earth. Lovingly meet the earth and say, could we please have moderation in any releases that have to be done? We move through the west coast of California up to South San Francisco, Monterey, 
Mill Valley, the East Bay, Concord, up through Marin County, up through Northern California, up to Oregon, up through Portland, Mount Hood, which is potential for a volcano. We go back to California and we go Yellowstone, also potential for a volcano. We just ask for moderation. We move to Washington, Seattle, Mount Rainier, into Canada, up through the coast of Canada, up across Alaska, down the coast of Russia, China, Hong Kong, Singapore, the Philippines, Malaysia, and Japan. Down to Australia, New Zealand, and in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, Hawaii, and all those other islands in this ring of fire zone. And we move to the middle of the country. We move to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the five surrounding states. We send our energy through the earth, with the earth, and ask for moderation. And surround our whole planet and anywhere there's potential for earthquakes to be moderated. We ask for rain. We ask for any area where there's drought that rain might come. We send our energy to all the capitals of our planet where people are making decisions and ask for compassion for the potential for all those people that have compassion to make compassionate decisions that are good for the highest good of everyone, and not for an elite few. We ask for awareness in the multitudes, in the populations, of growing aware, true understanding of what's going on on our planet. Because within the multitude, is the power to shift the trajectories of the future. We ask for economic balance, that anything that occurs with financial systems be done for the highest good of all concerned. We ask for the coming together of people 
in communities, independently establishing within their own communities support protection, regardless of what happens to external sources, with external sources. We ask that for interventions that no nuclear weapons be allowed to go off on this planet, that they are disabled. We ask for the modification molecularly of things that are harmful in our environment that can make people sick. We ask for frequencies to counteract any harmful frequencies that are coming in our environment from HARP, from low-frequency broadcasts, from cell phone towers. We ask for groups of people to be aware, growing awareness, which there is a growing awareness, and that that growing awareness continue to expand, that more people access their God side, that their divine nature to reconfigure the trajectories in this realm for the highest good of all concerned, for peace, for health, for personal empowerment. We ask that everyone on this line that's tuning into these energies for particular blessings, for strength, for the synchronicities they need to manifest, for their healing, that they can access the energies and hold the space to heal, so their own bodies heal and be strong, and that we each have the wisdom to make the decisions we need in our lives that keep us on an upward flow of energy. We thank everyone for being here today, for supporting this energy. We ask that the energy supports each of you back and that you, in your own environment, in your own city, in your own location, anywhere in the world, learn to hold this expanded space to lift the frequencies of your environment and that you realize, you have the realization that you <clears throat> have the strength to do this. You are learning how to expand and how to ground these energies. And uh, I thank Carla, I thank Terry, I thank Kais, 
I thank Joel, I thank Gary, I thank everyone who is here that's been volunteering their time to make this happen. And on that note, we are going to end this call and continue San Diego, and we hope if you're in San Diego, we'll see some of you at the Mission Valley Center at 1 o'clock, and then we're doing... All right, so this is the end of the recording out of 2014. In case you were not here before we started the recording, the playback, that our beloved sister, our dear angel Terry Brown, this morning her physical body gave up. She's right now in a state of transitioning. We send her all love and light. She has done some outstanding work with bringing forth messages from the other side of the veil. We're very grateful that Terry was here with us in our life here on this plane. If you want to support Win. with donations to take care of the funeral. You can go to GoFundMe and the original Help Terry Heal page is still up. So go to GoFundMe, enter Help Terry Heal, and then you are able to donate and support win. Next, what I would like to do is go over with you, CJ, to the healing list. Are you here, CJ? I am here. Excellent. So, if you please I'm, want to read the healing list, I have, and uh, go ahead. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that Terry is helping with the healing list. Right. So, you know, physically she's gone, but she's still with us. Yes, and I was feeling very, very sad, but I've been talking to Terry, and I am feeling a lot better. And I feel that she is happy and um, it's just my instinct. I also got the feeling that she stayed a couple of years longer than uh, than was planned. So, you know, I'm very grateful. And um, she's a beautiful being and she always will be. And we'll get back together yes. again. Absolutely. So Cedia, if you uh, once when you go over the healing list, we as a group here can just send our 
energies to all those issues that you're going to read. And um, please take it from here, Sija. Thank you. There's only three requests on the healing list. And I'm um, a call in the light. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each and every person here and myself. Any negativity be taken to the highest realms of love light and transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies through the Milky Way through the solar system through the outer energy fields of Mother Earth through our bodies and into the center of the earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection whilst maintaining the sovereign integrity of our individual souls. We invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us as we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And I invite our sources to participate in this intention, in this prayer and healing request. I thank you for honoring and helping all of the people who have put things in the light, in this list, in the past, in the present, in the future. For the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Sija from England. Thank you to all of our beautiful friends in the higher realms, including Terry, now that you are with the angels. Thank you so much, Terry, for all you have done for us, for being a shining light of love and kindness in your caring for others. We will miss your beautiful, kind and gentle soul, but we know that you are in a place of peace and happiness. You have done so much good work for humanity in service to others. And we couldn't have asked for a more kind and honest person like you. I thank our higher sources for looking after you 
as you make this crossing and the rejoicing that will be taking place as you are welcomed back will be tremendous. We love you and there will always be a special place in my heart for you. With much love to you, Terry. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. Please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption for privacy and for them to be used as a monetary system that is free from capital gains tax and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask all of the above for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you. Seija from England. Thank you, our beautiful friends in the higher realms, with gratitude and love for your divine intervention and manifestation of the Christ consciousness. The peaceful resolution and peaceful coexistence that has descended over Taiwan, China, the US, and the rest of the world. Thank you for your loving protection that surrounds them now and for the clearing that is taking place in our solar system, the sun, and on earth. Let the glory of your wisdom be the divine light that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light, honoring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned, in all timelines, densities, and dimensions, now and forever. And so it is. Thank you. That brings us to the end of our healing list for today. I want to say a special thank you to Terry, our sources, Eyes, Wynne, and all of you beautiful souls who participate in these calls, whether you're listening on BBS radio or whether you have called in. I want to thank you for your support, your kindness, your caring, and I'm sending much love to each and every one of you. And may all of your dreams and your wishes that are of the highest good be with you in this now moment. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sija. And I thank all of you who are here present. 
and I will open up the phone lines. I wish you all a happy Sunday. Love to you all and love to Terry. All participants are unmuted. Hi. Hi. This is yes. this is Raiden. This is Raiden. Hi Raiden. Hi. Uh, yeah, Cynthia, as you were saying the prayer, we were taking her body out of the house. I'm I'm following the van right now with her body in it. Wow. It was a yeah, it was a powerful prayer, Cynthia. And uh wow. it was as we were load, loading her body up. We were putting it, and I'm following the van right now with her body. Oh, oh. Raiden, oh. I'm sending much love to you. Yeah. Terry is still with us. Terry is still with us. I can feel her in spirit. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can feel her too. Uh, Wynn's oh. going to need all your guys' support, you know what I mean? Because he's, a, he's yeah. kind of a lone wolf. He's a, you oh, know... Yeah. <laughs> Raiden, I think oh. she's here with me, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to let you guys know that that prayer was perfect, CJ, and she picked the right time to do this on a, a, a Sunday morning. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Raiden. Yeah, she's with all the beautiful beings now that she channeled for us. Yes. Yes, she is. Yeah. She is. And, you know, I... Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm just following the... I'm following the van to the uh, mortuary place. Okay. I just didn't want to stay kind of close to her for a little while longer. Yes. Oh, you, Okay, much love, guys. God, God much bless. Much love, look. is no longer being recorded. So next I'm going to play a few songs dedicated to our beloved sister Terry Brown. If you want to hang in there and listen to this, you're more than welcome. Let's see. All participants are muted and they can unmute themselves. We might still be on BBS and... We will disconnect from BBS. Thank you, BBS. Thank you to all the listeners on BBS. Happy Sunday to you.